Welcome back, Warriors Fano, to another episode of One Take, the official podcast of the One New Zealand Warriors. No Jacko here today. Lucky bloke, he stayed over in Aussie. He's milking it for all it's worth. But we're joined again by the legend Monty Beetham. Had him on a couple of weeks ago, but he's back to talk some footy. So cheers for jumping on, Monts. How are you, bro? Uh, good, brother. I'll come off the bench for Jacko. Hey. Um, what, what? The, what a life he lives, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. I am good, but I'm still sort of up in arms a little bit about Tuesday night. Yeah. So proud of the boys and the efforts, which mm. is unreal. Uh, some of the calls on the night, yeah. I can't go into f- much detail because I am an ambassador of the club. Yeah. This is an official podcast, yeah. but wow. There's a meme going out there, right? And, and if, if you've seen it, I know you've <laughs> yeah, seen it. Yeah, right? if you know, you know. You, you tell me about if that you meme. Know, you know, the old, old Riffy, 100%. Riffy. Shout out to Tav. That was one of the great calls. She's gone viral as well. But we will start there. Obviously, as a fan, you finish the game. You're proud of the boys. You're also a bit gutted because it's another week where we haven't been able to finish with like our best players out on the park. Gets a little frustrating, but man, did we dig deep. We didn't roll over for the full 80 despite all those circumstances. So when the full-time whistle blew, what were your initial thoughts? and feelings oh look I was I was a little bit down but it was, it was sort of going through the whole game and mm. it didn't just happen um, I didn't just come to a climax with that decision yeah uh, I was there on Monday seeing the captains run before they flew out and just seeing how upbeat they were how energized they were with the challenge ahead and even just hearing um, you know what Wobie had to do in terms of uh, his final messages the game plan against the Melbourne side and to sort of see it uh, with that start with the full boys on mm. board the full 17 it was all working it was all going to plan um, but, you know, there was a lot of calls. And, look, this game is hard enough to play mm-hmm. without um, missing um, your players, you know, 10 minutes at, at uh, 12 men. But then also, you know, with the last nine minutes to go, you've got no one on the bench. That's unheard of against a very good Melbourne side at home. You touched on the start there. What well, was 12-0 and then 22-12. It seems like over the past couple of weeks, we've got better starts, and that was a big worry for the Warriors in those first few weeks. What do you think it is? Is it like a shift in mindset, or is it just things falling into place? Well, it's interesting that Webby went away from harping on about starts, mm. and he goes he went more to the full 80 minutes. And I, I love hearing Webby speak and how he talks to the boys, uh, his delivery of his messages and his insight to what mm. is going to make you better. It's like he's got a psychology uh, um, degree or something. Um, he's got a real way with the boys, and that's another way about it. Instead of harping on about trying to execute one particular start or, or, or start of the game, he, he starts moving the emphasis to somewhere else, uh, which means you know being a bit more complete, thinking about the overall picture, uh, and by doing that, the start will hopefully be a lot better. And we've seen that. Uh, be a lot better and needed to be better if we think about the corresponding game last year, 70 points to 10, mm. uh, blown away uh, from the start. So it's um, it was great to see, man. Everyone talks about how good this team is at facing adversity. Obviously, we lost Tohu, our skipper, Jazz, mm. Chans, Bailey, like down to zero on the interchange. How hard is it to kind of flush that mentally? We saw some boys digging deep, Bunty and co playing a lot bigger minutes. Can you touch a bit on that? No bench. How, how hard is it to stay in the fight? Well, well, it's hard when you're tip of the spear, which is your captain, who is your, you know one of your key guys in the middle of the field in every mm. way. He gives you such sense of security and and um, relaxes you, calms and nerves when he's in the middle of the field. The voice is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big body in the middle of the field playing the role that he does is also another big part of this this warrior side. When he's out there and he's that link between the forwards and the backs, also that run threat but also that short passing game, um, it, it, it's really hard. And, and I know when your leader goes off the field, that extra voice you're used to hearing that helps you in those crucial times is, is really hard. But it didn't stop there, just kept going. And then you, you got Walker, who's one of your other experienced mm. guys who got 10 minutes in the bin. 
Um, it does make it really hard. But, you know, what we're seeing from the side the whole way through, throughout the year when they face adversity is that they just carry on. Mm. What's next? They get on with the job. Um, we love that resilience. But, you know, obviously they couldn't help uh, the injuries and everything that happened. Mm. But in, in, in other days, in other games gone past, you just got to make sure that that resilience and that fitness that you do have is used to win games and to put your foot down and be relentless rather than to stand games. Mm. There's a handful of standouts for me, guys like Adam Fanoa Blake oh, with those Shakira hips and the footwork dotting <laughs> down, down again. Line, baby. Hips is, down that, is that two tries in two weeks? It's crazy scenes. Then Freddie, he tackled all game long. SJ pulled the strings perfectly, and I thought Dow was unreal at the back as well. His work rate getting us out of our out of our end on those sets. Was there anyone else that kind of really stood Mate, out for you? Those exactly the same guys that mm. I was going to talk about. I mean, you know, look, Adam Fanoa Blake. Close to 180 metres, he scored a try. Hips don't lie, Shakira style, <laughs> yeah. through the post, untouched, you know, 40-odd tackles. Mm. Um, you know, he's in the middle of the field. He's that presence as well that you need to have, and he played some extra long minutes, um, which was brilliant. Uh, through the the second half, uh, Melbourne Storm came out, and they really turned the screws. Uh, the kick pressure on Shawnee, and he still kicked well throughout, which was mm. huge in why they stayed in the game. But, you know, what um, – you know – what he was able to do was was, was huge. He, he came on uh, and and changed the game in a, a Sofa Solomona. But uh, like I said before, the line speed, the mm. wrestle in the ruck, it was really apparent in their second half. And I think they got a, a bit of a, a dust up from um, Bellamy in the sheets at halftime because I tell you what, in their first half, there was moments there where it didn't look like a Melbourne side. Mm. They looked flustered, they looked panicked, and, and they were talking like that. The, the body language showed. So if you can do that, put the – you know, such a, a really good quality team on the ropes like that, it, it bodes well for the future, man. Another player who's been impressive for me, Tommy Ali, and I always speak about him, but another week, well, I think he's made 122 tackles this year and he hasn't missed any, which is a crazy stat. How impressed have you been with the emergence of him off the bench? Because every week we see Weeby giving him a slightly bigger role and he looks yeah, really yeah. impressive. Well, it started last year, right? Mm. He, he really took his chances last year and he played really well. And like he's... He's not a, a, a tall boy, so he's a small body, but he's very compact, powerful, and explosive with good feet. So those guys are sort of the hardest to tackle in the middle of the field, especially when they come on fresh and you've been a little bit more fatigued with the six agains and everything else. Uh, and when you have a different shape running at you uh, with leg speed and everything else, it changes up. Uh, the timing. So when you're in the defensive line, you're coming forward, you've got those plotters who come down the middle, sometimes it's easier to tackle. But when you have that change up, fresh, powerful, stocky, not much mm. of a target height to hit, uh, it makes it impressive. But I've been very impressed with them. Uh, the missed tackles, uh, yeah, that's okay. When you're in the middle of the field, you probably don't want to miss many tackles anyway yeah, yeah. because it's a little bit easier. You've got the guys in tied up with you. Mm. Uh, but still, you know, uh, there's some big bodies out there to tackle and some very good names that have played representative football. So to do that and to be so impressive, um, you know, he, he's really shining, man. It is a Warriors podcast, but you touched on it before. Nelson Asafa-Solomona, oh. his injection kind of really changed the game through the middle of the park. It's just our luck, I reckon. We always play these teams when their <laughs> best players are coming back out for the first time in Yonks. But what do you make of Nelson, bro? And oh. as, as an opposition player, how scary of a sight would it be seeing him charging at your full flight? And he changed the game. Mm. Um, he loves playing against the Warriors, which is something that I don't like. But I love that he's a big man and he knows he's a big man and mm. he's aggressive with it and he throws his body weight around. He absolutely changed the game and I'm glad he stayed on uh, in our game, uh, signing for uh, Melbourne for another four years, mm. but hopefully he doesn't play too many against us Warriors because we know how well he plays. Uh, but look, he, he's a wonderful player, mate, um, and what he's come on. And, and when you think about that Melbourne team over the years, 
uh, you know, guys like Mika Hine, uh, Asafa Solomona, they probably didn't get the credit that they deserve. You thought they, because they were part of the Melbourne system, mm. they're that good. But when other guns move on and you're left with Nelson and he can change a game like that, something that Harry Grant and, you know, and, and Munster and that normally do or get credit for, it just shows you, um, you know, the Kiwi team and us Kiwis here are, are you know, of really good talent, man. The whole Anzac clash, it's a pretty impressive spectacle. Like in the lead up, the 20, 30-odd oh. minutes prior, you're sitting at home watching as a fan on the couch. you got the goosebumps, the spines tingling. Yeah. As a player, how hard is it to go through that like extended build-up? Because obviously it's a lot more than what they're used to. You kind of then need to flick a switch, reset, because it's all quite emotional, yeah. and then focus on the game. Is that a different challenge? Well, I think it's, it's something that you're not used to at the NRL uh, because it's not what you normally see. If mm. you've played Test Match Football, if you've played Finals Footy, uh, you get a little bit more of that probably not the same sort of emotional build-up that you have with Anzac so it's probably nothing like it and Melbourne do it so well mm. uh, with the light shows uh, with everything that's done uh, pre-game and just before you deliver so I, I think the boys got the the mix right um, you know enjoying that time uh, remembering those who have served for us mm-hmm. being grateful for the service people of today as well uh, but then switching into the mode it's us against them you know a long time ago mm. we served together and that's great, but now it's time to go to war against uh, the Australians or the opposition, and, and they got the mix so right this time. For sure, and you mentioned Melbourne do it well, and they do do it well, but I have this feeling in my heart that Mount Smart would do it pretty well oh. too. As a, a Warriors fan, an ex-player, a club legend, how good would it be to see the Mount Mount Smart packed out Anzac Day, what, 20-odd, 24-odd thousand fans? I think it'll be a pretty special spectacle. Well, I had Brent Tate on my podcast um, the other day once a war, mm. and he was talking about the blackout game here against the Roosters, yeah. full full stadium, all black, and I'm sure we could do the very same thing over here. Uh, I, I mean, you know, we'll still pay tribute to the Australians because obviously um, they, they fought together many years ago, but mm. if you think about uh, a tribute uh, to our soldiers, um, you know, that have fallen and those that our service people today would be a huge spectacle, and I have no doubt they will set up Mount Smart. And you know what? I think I think it's time. And I, th- I do think the NRL owe the Warriors, um, you know, rather than playing three games in eleven days. Uh, why don't we just get a home game here at, at um, for Antec, you know, at Mount Smart Stadium? I yeah. think it would be huge. You touched on the short turnaround there. Obviously, we take on the Roosters this weekend. How hard is it? As a player, I guess, obviously you'd be a bit gutted the result didn't go your way, so you've got to flush that as well. The body's sore, you factor in the travel. How hard are those five-day turnarounds to get yourself back up? Well, it is hard. Uh, and, you know, some of the signs I saw after the game immediately when you saw Adam Fanua Blake and, and um, Shawnee sitting down discussing what they've seen and what they could have done better, reflecting on the game almost immediately, that's mm. really, really good signs because you need to get those through your head and then put it away. Because you can't dwell on the game that, mm. or the opportunity that you just missed. Because then you've got to travel again the next day. And I know the boys have a day off today as well. So their time is limited building up into the game this weekend. Although the Roosters played as well, but their travel isn't as, as bad. And they're going to come over a little bit earlier, I believe. Mm. Uh, so I think there are a couple of training days at Sacred Heart College. Yeah, Sacred Heart. <laughs> um, so um, well, it's might not... be down there spying. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, but um, yeah, look, it's, um, it, it is hard, but you just got to get up. And, and you've got to do it again. It helps mm. that you're at home. Uh, the Warriors' support has been amazing. So if you guys can get down there and support the boys again on Sunday, I think the tickets are limited anyway. I yeah, think I think she's almost a sellout two, already, almost a sellout. right? But, so. I mean, for the guys at home, you, you've got to understand how much – uh, you play in, in the hearts of the players when they get up, when they hear you, when they run out, when your your voice is there and heard out smart. It is hugely mm. appreciated, man, and it makes them play better. So that's going to happen this week. No doubt they'll be tired, man. 
Yeah, let's pack out the fortress. And then post-game, Webby made some good comments about like how proud he was of the effort, that next man up mentality, and we go again. As a player, does that kind of help revitalise you as well, refresh you a little, and just think, yeah, we've we got to pick ourselves up and go again? It, it's great. I don't I don't believe I've seen that over the years here at the club. Mm. Even in my time as a player, as a captain, everything else, it's like, oh, we don't have this guy this week. Oh, mm. you dwell on it for a little while. Uh, you, you try and throw it away or put it in the back of your mind, but sometimes it always services. But I really do believe that it, that is the mentality and everyone's taken that on board within the, the squad. Okay, who's next? Um, I did question the depth early on mm-hmm. uh, before the season kicked off, but that depth has been tested already and that depth has shown that it is quality. And don't forget our, our cup side is, is yeah. now number one after a huge win against uh uh, the Eels in the, in the weekend just gone and just out Mount Smart before the last home game against mm. the Dogs or one of the home games against the Dogs. When they're on top, they beat them. So, uh, you know, there's a good culture in the club and everyone's waiting for the opportunity and they're standing in the wings and they're ready to take their, their chances. So, man, it, it is, is good. For one, it's one thing for Webby to say. Mm. Uh, it's the next up mentality. It's my turn. But it's another for the players to believe it, but they truly do believe it, man. Exciting ties. We'll touch on the Roosters because obviously oh, we're, we're taking them on this weekend. They're coming in off the short turnaround as well, and that was a heck of a game to watch. A bit of an entree before the main event on Tuesday night. But for me, they've been a bit of a roller coaster so yeah. far. You know, they're stacked on paper, but they probably haven't been too fizz with their performances. Leading into this weekend, what are those kind of main threats that you'll be looking out for in that Roosters side? Oh, how many threats have they got across the board? It's crazy. I mean, Cheese hasn't played the mm. best of visibility, but as we saw with Nelson and Solomon and all the Kiwis that come up against the Warriors, they really save their best, uh, you know, for this crew, mm-hmm. uh, for the Warriors, and being at home. They love playing at home as well. You yeah. know, when you, you think our boys love playing in front of a packed crowd, so do they. They're, they're, they're Kiwis, mm-hmm. uh, very patriotic. So, um, you know, Cheese hasn't been at his absolute best. He's still finding his chemistry with his players. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll, he'll be there. Joey Manu, uh, an, an absolute beast. And I saw Lee. Uh, yeah. I mean, in the centres, you know, it wasn't a try. It got called back. But, you know, they're in and away and ability that he has and we even see him kicking goals mm. um, you know there's a number of x-factor players in that team but for me it's it's the men in the middle as well you know you've got Lodge you've got Hargreaves you've got a lot of Collins you've got a lot of guys that you've got to put a stop to mm-hmm. if Nelson Asaf Solomon did what he did uh, through the middle last week even though they don't have quite the same player individually um, I think they'll be trying to do the same they'll come through that they'll knock on the door and speaking of our team, obviously, few changes forced by injury. One in particular I'm keen to see, young Tain Tōpiki, named at the one for both the NRL side and the cup side. So, big day, eh? Yeah, it could be a big day <laughs> at the office for the kid. Luckily, he's still young, so he's got that youth about him. Yeah, but yeah. I thought he was really impressive in his debut. Obviously, Chance is a massive loss. He's been outstanding for us. But what are you excited to see about Tain? Oh, look, I just want to see him go again, mm. you know, because, I mean, the marks of a good first grader is, is consistency. It's effort on effort uh, in the game and then week to week. And mm. and I've, I've seen that from Tane uh, from the moment I saw him. Ball of energy, uh, really grateful for his opportunity. Came on a training trial and he wouldn't have known it and he wasn't in awe of any of the players he was around because I know for a number of years he would have been sitting back going, that's Sean Johnson, mm. that's whoever, uh, Tohu Harris. Yeah. Uh, but you wouldn't have known that he's a fan and that he was fanboying from day one because I know he would have been. Yeah. Uh, but he's just, he's been talking to them. He's been delivering what he needs to be doing. When he went from first grade down to um, the cup, mm-hmm. uh, he played extremely well and he took that experience to them to make them better. So he's a selfless little uh, character. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say little because he's, he's, he's a, 
pocket dynamo. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I just want to see him have another opportunity, take the opportunity, play at home because mm. it's one thing to play in the cauldron over there at, at Townsville, mm. but to play at home uh, as as a, as a Kiwi boy and to put on that jumper, it, it means so much more than playing overseas. It's the best experience, so I can't wait that he gets to enjoy that. The first name I looked out for on the team sheet was Wade Egan because obviously down a couple playmakers in the middle there with no Tohu, maybe no Dylan. So it's exciting to get Wade back. I just think on attack, he controls that ruck so well. What's What have you liked about Wade's game so far and how much of a boost will he be coming back into the side? What haven't I liked about Wade? Yeah. Like, I mean, a few years ago, I'm going to be honest, I was like, there, there was parts of his game where I didn't think he had, but like he's the complete hooker at the mm. moment. Like, uh, in terms of the very best in the competition, he's up there with, with the top tier. Um, we, we've seen him. He's a fine captain. Uh, mm-hmm. He's well-respected amongst the boys. Uh, his runs out of uh, dummy half, his engine first and foremost, to be able to capitalise on the targets, you know, when they they, th- they throw themselves up or present themselves as being mm-hmm. outstanding. A very good try scorer as well. He's yeah. been really well in that department. A beast in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Freddie Lussick, 53 tackles. He was on fire. He was a very good man in the middle of the field. He'll mm-hmm. probably get a chance again. But to have Wade out there, it's that calming influence who can talk, who can, you know, once he does that, that workload in uh, defence can still just transition into attack straight away and, and, and be really good. Uh, you Mr. Hugh Harris, who's a big man in the middle of the field who organises, plays and, and, and helps set them up and creates, which is a bit of a fall for Sean Johnson, mm-hmm. Wade Egan will be the same. You know, if you've got threats at dummy half straight away, uh, straight away everyone tightens up mm-hmm. and then it leaves a bit more room for people like Sean in there out wide. For sure. A couple of our new recruits in the second row, Jackson Ford, Marata Niakore, they've been really impressive for me, both on attack and defence. They've given us a huge impact. So what have you liked so far about those two's game? Well, Marata had a big game in the weekend goal yeah. as well in terms of metres and his tackles. I, I love the fact that we've got a big man on the edge mm-hmm. and he likes being a big man um, and he can score a try. Uh, very versatile, went to the centres on the weekend for a little uh, bit of the game, but mm-hmm. Um, big men who can play and run those lines uh, makes a difference because I, I think there's times because we're not the biggest pack out there but there's, especially when Adam goes off but there's times when just that bigger body running a particular line makes that much more difference it's a difference between poking your nose through and then getting down in a quick play of the ball and not mm-hmm. and that's often where the momentum comes and then when Shawnee can jump on the back of but he's a good man to have around the club uh, Jackson Ford has been a bit of a sleeper man yeah. I know Webby has loved him from day one he's been turning up he's been doing all the wrestling he's been getting it right um he's just he's just a, a, a guy who just gets on with the business he does mm-hmm. everything well he's an ultimate professional he's that consistent line runner um on that left edge as well which, which is pretty impressive um so look new recruits that have been wonderful and you know when you've got Tohu out there as well that's a very good uh, back row combination mm-hmm. unfortunately Tohu won't be there but um, you know, those two uh, gives me give me a lot, a lot of confidence. Jackson Ford, he's also been a great money ball buy on NRL fantasy. Yeah. I don't know if you play, but <laughs> my son does, man. Yeah. He does. He's trying to ropes me in, but um, man, it's it's just crazy. Yeah. Demetrix Safakula, a name that Warriors fans will have seen named on extended benches for a few weeks now, jersey 21, 22. He's getting a bit closer in jersey 18. For fans that haven't watched a lot of the cup side, maybe missed that trial game against the Tigers where he was really impressive as well. Can you tell us a bit about his game and what fans can expect if he gets a chance? Um, aggressive, yeah. um, strong. Uh, look, I I think uh, Demi or Demetrik is, is, is one kid that I can't wait to, to play great mm-hmm. and hopefully it's this week. But we'll, time will tell because, you know, there's a lot of pressure involved in it and you don't want to get in there too soon, uh, too early, especially against a, a pack like that. But if he does get the opportunity, um, I think he'll go well. Um, a very good ball runner, 
um, a, a great player, and you will have a look up for him because defensively he can put a shot on as well. Um, so, look, he he's a great kid with a lot of X factor as well, and and, and a, a, I think a player of the future for this club. Um, but the, you know that future may be now. Um, he, he may get a little bit of a, a taste this weekend, mm. uh, and what a way to go against some of the. You know, the legends, Jared Waddy, Hargraves, and, and all sorts. So it's a baptism of fire, but it's yeah. one that I know this kid would, would take on board if he gets that run. You know, you've got Zion Mayu, you've got, a, yeah. you've got a few others, uh, Ali Laotaua, who's yeah. potentially on that extended bench as well. So all three of those have been uh, exceptional in cup. Mm. And um, I think anyone would love the opportunity and, and would not let the side down. Quarter of the way through the season, so just a couple general questions in terms of how the lads are tracking so far. Is there a player that's really impressed you or stand mate. out? Maybe a bit of a surprise package. You mix, mentioned Jackson Ford. Anyone else like that? Dylan Walker, mate. Walks yeah. has been outstanding. Like I, I thought he'd be good. I didn't think mm. he'd be this good, and I didn't think he'd be as um, diverse. Not only diverse in terms of the, the the variety of positions he can play, but how well he can play each position. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen him just slot into six, and it's it's been like he's playing six played six his whole life, mm-hmm. you know. And we forget that he's played almost two hundred games, and that he's won a a, a grand final. Um, you know, he's played Origin like yeah. like he is a great player, and he comes here and he wants to play well. We've seen some of the the press that he's put out that he just doesn't want to be a shit signing. Mm. Sometimes people come here and they take the Mickey. And, and they come here on their reputation and, and that's enough for them and, 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 and they'll get their money and they'll play okay. Uh, but he's been exceptional, man. And I know what he's been doing off the field in the training, um, environment, the words that he's been saying, um, and, and just been lifting the players up with just real good intellect, uh, in terms of uh, 40 IP, man. He, mm-hmm. He's been huge. So he's been a surprise for me, although yeah. I knew he was going to be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I didn't think it would be this great. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, when we first came, Webb was talking about him in the 14 role. I was going, well, mm. mate, put him in the centres. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, but, like, Webb has been bang on. Um, <laughs> he's, he's been exceptional, man. Yeah, we can trust in Webby for sure. Oh, yes. And has there been a moment, a kind of victory, or even just a special play or something that stood out for you from this year so far as a bit of a highlight? I think the Cronulla victory yeah. over there against a team that's going to be top four. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be top four, top three, even top two Cronulla, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with pretty much their – their full squad to pick from, I, I, you know, with Nick Hines and everything, uh, I think that's going to be uh, a win that we'll look back on yeah. and, and think we've got real belief as a result of doing that, coming from behind, winning in a hard place to win and against what is going to be one of the top teams of the competition. So for me, I think that's huge and we can call back on that uh, when we go forward and, and, and look at playing with these other top teams. Looking forward to the next kind of month. We've got a bit of a tough run there. We've got the Roosters. Panthers over there for Magic Ground, Doggies and the bye. What are you looking for from this kind of next little stretch? Uh, look, when I was playing, I, I never really wanted to go back-to-back in terms of losses, mm-hmm. um, ideally, um, because, you know, when you have that back-to-back loss, sometimes you you feel you can get on, on a little bit of a, a run. Momentum in sport is key, and mm-hmm. momentum can be good for you but can also be bad for you. Um, so I'm glad the game's at home, although this competition is very tough these days. Mm. I just I just want them to pick up some wins. Um, and, 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 and this is a really hard spot you're talking about, especially especially hard because of the squad. And I love how Webby refers to the squad. You know, it's it's not about having your best squad available. It's just having your full squad to pick from. Mm-hmm. And then he, he feels happy with who he brings on board. So the reason why it's hard, and I, I was looking at this beforehand and with your full Complement of players on the on in the squad, it, it wouldn't worry me the way mm-hmm. the boys are playing. But now that they're sort of depleted in terms of their stocks and some of their key um, leaders and voices, yeah. it makes it a little bit harder. 
Um, but, you know, like we've seen with these boys, they don't mind hard. They just get up and, and, and play how they need to be playing because mm. they're caring so much and loving it for their teammates. So um, I'm excited about how they're going to respond to Tuesday night and yeah. doing it at home and then also what comes next after that. Penrith, everyone wants to play against the Premier. Yeah, right? 100%, 100%. And some of the fan questions, a lot of them were about the rest. We won't go there because we don't want to get you in trouble. But let's reword it. Do you think the NRL has kind of done enough? With They spoke about so much about the sacrifice the team made over the past like three-odd years being away from home. Do you think we've got enough reward? There was a lot of chat about every game should be a home game, things like that. Obviously, it's hard to do logistically, but what would you have liked to have seen? Oh, a lot more, man. Yeah. A lot more. I think there was only one team that brought the home game here, and that's going to be uh, the Tigers mm. at, at FMG Stadium. Um, when I spoke to the coach about it and, and sort of said, you know, well done. Why did you want to do that? He said it wasn't his decision. And I was like, oh, okay, that was your chance to sort of say you're trying to do something great for, mm. for the Warriors. Um, there hasn't been enough done. I believe three games in 11 days is just woeful as well. Yeah, uh, The fact that they probably – haven't even discussed that they could have had that Anzac game at home. Um, I think we're only one of two teams, maybe three, that have got three games in 11 days. Is that a, a thank you for mm. everything the boys have sacrificed the last two years? I, I don't think so. Um, short memories, maybe. Um, I like to think that they've got um, you know goodwill towards the boys, but you know you can tell me all you want, but sometimes you've got to show me. Mm. Uh, and, and that's what we'd like to see as, as, as a Warriors club. A lot of questions about Roger as well, but I just want to get your initial reaction to it. How excited were you when you oh. found out that the, the king of the calves, he was coming back Bro. home to Mount Smart next year? Oh, mate, I'm so happy. So I got off. Um, I saw Bruce Sherrick a number of times, which is Roger's um, agent yeah. in, in here, but I thought, nah, nah, don't get excited. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Cameron George, so I think it's, yeah, it's a yeah. bloody thing more than potentially yeah. Roger coming over. Um, but my, I got off the, the plane on Thursday night, uh, coming back from America, and my phone turned my phone on and just went nuts, mate. And then I went nuts because, you know, I was happy when SJ was coming back, but mm. also RTS. I mean, he, he's unanimous in my household that mm. he's a, our, our favourite um, player, mm. and he's a wonderful player, uh, and he's still got so much to give. So the fact that he's going to come back um, and where the boys are now and what he can bring to 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 take boys up another couple of levels is mm. just so exciting, man. I gave him a message uh, during the weekend today, bro. Uh, we're short of fullback this weekend. How do you <laughs> – what's Surely. your chance of coming Surely. back for a little cameo? Yeah. I won't give you the answers because, yeah. you know, he's he's hell-bent on, on being a Blues player this yeah. year and playing rugby union. But, um, man, a wonderful boy. How, how happy are you about that? Oh, man? it's extremely exciting, right? Obviously – Loved watching Roger go about his work at the Warriors. You're always a bit gutted when a player like that leaves, yeah. but you understand like childhood dreams are good on him, and he's done extremely well yeah. in rugby as well. Got to wear the black jersey, but just feels right him coming back to Mount Smart, eh? Yeah. Just- that, that's what I want to ask you too. It's the whole, you know, a year ago, I would be thinking, you know, we're a long way off um, playing finals football, mm. and I'm not going to throw that out there and jinx us or everything else, or this club being in a situation or a position where – I'm very happy and, and and feel like we can do something. You know, mm. where we are now, we've got another two teams coming on board. The uh, cup team is playing so well. Roger comes back in. Mm. He came back in because of a reason too, because of what he's been seeing and yeah. what Webby's been promising and what they've been delivering on. Mm-hmm. 
Have you ever felt this good, or how long has it been since you felt this good about the club's chances? Oh, it's been a while, probably since that 2011 run, you know, where yeah. we got that momentum up. Certainly at this stage, this early in the season, it's so exciting. Like, the the current team going amazing, and then everything else is kind of falling into place. You mentioned those other teams coming in from next year, the recruitment. It's just unreal, and I think people underestimated our recruitment coming into this season as well. Yeah. Like when you look at the names, there's some they're all rep players really, and then you've got guys coming back home as well, which yeah. you love and chance and things like that. So as a fan, it's just incredibly exciting and it's good to see everyone mentions the bandwagon, but it's just good to see that I don't know, that public persona of the Warriors are just so high at the moment, yeah. eh? Like you wear kit to the supermarket and everyone's like, Oh, <laughs> up the wars and we weren't getting that a couple of years back. So yeah. And you know I've got a, I've got a company car, a Warriors car, mm. and, and you know you, you see people look and they want to give you a wave now, um, especially where the boys are playing. You mm. know, so that's impressive. I, I guess I also want to talk about um, you know because everyone talks about the front office and about the mm. people in charge. You know, obviously our, our fearless leader who's copped a little bit of flack, and also Cameron George. Mm. You know, but this has been instrumental in the planning for a very very long time. Mm. So you know maybe they. Does he have a little bit more credit for oh, what they're being up to, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing I find about, because I play rugby in that, and it's yeah. completely different over there. You would never get a CEO of a rugby team or anything just being so personable with you. Like yeah, Cam yeah. approaches staff, everyone. He knows everyone's name. He talks to the fans. He's just so approachable. He's happy to do media, all that kind mm. of stuff. And, yeah, I just think the effort that they put in behind the scenes, it probably hasn't been as highlighted as, as it should have been, but it's good to see now that they're getting some some good stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, and just, you know, being a little bit closer and being here, you know, uh, throughout the week, like I've been seeing full on what mm. Cameron has been doing. I've been seeing what Robbo's been doing. Yeah. And mate, they've been, they've been really good. You know, last year when people were talking to me about uh, them and, and, and having their – their understanding or their opinions of mm. them, I, I couldn't really talk too much, uh, only but on face value. But right now, I just I just think they're wonderful men leading this club, man. Absolutely. And there's been a lot of chat lately over the past couple of weeks, and it's been going viral on social media. Yeah. So I want to ask you, because you are a club legend, yeah. are you an up the Wars guy, an up the Warriors guy, a go the Warriors yeah. guy, or is it just whatever, Any um, anything's good? Because I'm an up the Wars guy. Yeah, I'm all about I, I it. notice that, man. I'm I all about it. I throughout the Wars. <laughs> I'm all about I, it. I just, you know, like Wars, like wah, 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 like mm. a baby crying or just like wah. Oh, like, yeah, I didn't like, think about like, it like that, wah. to be fair. And, and I, when I when I first heard the Wars, I was like, man, who said that? And, and what are they saying there? And it's a little while ago mm. now. And I was like, oh, I wasn't too sure about it because I like Warriors. There's yeah. a little bit more guts when you refer to them and that. Mm. But in saying that, if you are a true supporter, I, I don't – it doesn't really matter what mm. term you use, man. If you use Wars or Warriors, so long you're a true supporter yeah. and, and you just get in and, and, and jump on board. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. You're you're a wise man. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just rolls off the tongue so yeah. well. And does, it, does it sound formidable? Does it sound scary? Does it sound like a team that you you want to support or, or push forward? <sighs> I, I see your point. I see your point. Warriors is a bit more intimidating for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just probably that whole social media yeah. generation. I, I think, eh? like, yeah, yeah, social wars. media generation. Everyone mm. get a little bit lazy these days. It's, yeah, it's just shorter. Right? It's just shorter. It's just shorter. Right, it for sure. Yeah. And then just finally, the whole competition. It's so tight this year. We've seen, I think, what, there's one point between second and eighth. So one win or even a buy and you could be up up the ladder so much higher so yeah. I've heard Matty Johns and that talking a lot about it they think the World Cup's had an effect on the competition so far and that perhaps some of those top players are a bit fatigued and that's yeah. affecting some of these top teams do you do you think that could be a factor well he's a very smart man and mm. I love hearing him and um you know uh, Cooper speak you know uh, so um 
Yes and no, because they the the, the clubs are really smart these days, mm. and you know they've got all the uh, GPS and everything set up, so they know when they're overdoing it or when they need to have a break. Mm-hmm. But you know, like we've heard many times before, the competitions aren't won um, in the first part of the season; mm. it's won later on. So I think these guys will come come right. And, you know, with Origin and another test match just coming up, and there's a big year potentially of test matches as well, mm. um, it's just part and parcel of what needs to happen. Um, but, you know, guys get hungry. They get hungry for success or they've had enough of being, um, you know, down the ladder. So they're going to push for it every, every year. So I think that's probably more a result of why the other teams are coming through. Some, some, some great players, man. Finally, before we let you go, Big game this weekend, obviously. So we'll get your prediction. Roosters at home, sold out Mount Smart. Surely you're backing the boys to get oh, it man, done. I, I could never not back <laughs> yeah. the boys. And that's even before the boys of this year have come about. Mm-hmm. Like I always back the boys. But like I said before, when I go to Sky and, and when I cover matches or when I commentate, now I actually go with the belief that we can win every game mm. that, that we play. Before I was just like, yeah, I'm Warriors because I am Warriors. I bleed. Uh, bleed our colours, but but now I actually believe it, and it's so much better to to watch and witness. Mm. Uh, and and as a fans, I'm sure the fans will be feeling the same way. They they feel like they can can really support and, and back the side. Um, you know, the Roosters aren't at the best at the moment. Mm. You know, they they got a one point win um, in the weekend uh, against the Dragons, a tough clash. But um, I think this this crowd at home, capacity crowd, could really help the cause. And whoever jumps up and gets the opportunity this weekend can really push. So uh, I'm sure Webby's gonna. Have great uh, plan and insight into to how they can beat the Roosters, uh, and I know uh, when you play a team second time around, when you were so close the first time, and this time is at your home, uh, that you you're quite often uh, get in a situation where you, you can uh, reverse what happened. Well, that's us for another episode. Love talking footy with you, bro. Sure, so cheers that. for jumping on, Warriors fans. If you're at home, get out to Mount Smart Sunday Arvo, buy some merch, wrap your rigs in some Warriors kit, get out there and make some noise. And hey, up the waz. Go the Warriors, whatever works. You've whatever heard it works, from the legend. Just get there. Just get there. Cheers, bro. Thank you. Sorry about that.